Futon Network. Hi, this is Devin Turek from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of Geek Fights. In this episode, we're joined by Christy Woke and Adam Fassel from the Altar of War podcast, where we battle it out to find out who will be the greatest sidekick. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Posse scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. What's going on, Mike? I guess we probably should have checked to make sure that he was there. <laughs> he went to the bathroom. I'm, I'm here. Uh, so tonight we, uh, we're doing something a, a little different by doing something that's not different at all. Uh, we're going back to a topic that goes way back to what, like episode five or six or something like that? The exact same number as this episode. Uh, what would that be? I Regardless. It's episode uh, six. And, uh, and we've revisited once before. So this will be the first time we've done something three times, three different panels. Uh, and that is greatest sidekick. Uh, why it's greatest instead of best, I don't know. We changed uh, along the way for no reason whatsoever. But we're going back. This is greatest sidekick. Uh, we took 32 sidekicks, all chosen by the panel. We set them up in tournament-style brackets. Uh, if you want to follow along with those brackets, you can download them from our Facebook page and uh, at thefreebootersnetwork.com. We each cast our vote. We give our reasons. And this goes on until someone is crowned best sidekick. Uh, here at Geek Fights, those reasons are whatever criteria or rationale you want to use. Uh, it can be thoughtful, objective evaluation of the work, personal childhood favorite, or any kind of weird psychological baggage that you carry in your fucked up minds. Uh, it doesn't have to make sense to us. It doesn't have to make sense to you. Uh, that's what we like to call geek logic. And remember, good geek logic has been known to sway votes from time to time, but not always how you want. So, Damon, who is fighting with us tonight? Well, tonight, we're bringing somebody back. It's going to make me cry. Made me cry when I heard her voice earlier today. Uh, she saved her ass a thousand times on the old show. Christy Woke! Say hello. Hey. Hi. We also have new to the show, first time, is Adam Fasolt. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, well done. Nicely done. Yeah, sometimes on the internet, they call me Loopy. So my inclusion on the show, I think, is kind of like on Walking Dead or on um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? When the, uh, when the network forces the producers to have one of the other people from the network on their show, and they're just terrible. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> and week after week, we have Mr. Dev from Turok. Devram, tell us some stuff. Tell us some stuff about Freebooter. Freebooter. Uh, Freebooters Network, as always, is a collection of podcasts, uh, all located under one central um, location, roof, whatever you want to call it, uh, all on the same feed. Uh, so it's easy to find any show that you're looking for. It's awesome. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Let's get to fighting, uh, Christy. This first fight is yours. It is short round from the greatest Indiana Jones movie of all time, Temple of Doom, versus War Machine, a.k.a. Roadie Rhodes, from, uh, well, Iron Man. Okay, so while I think people would argue that that is not Indiana Jones the best one, it's my favorite. 
uh, Temple of Doom, and I was like short rounds age when the movie came out, so I guess I won't speak to the books, but uh, just to keep it short for the first round, I'm going to go with short round. No time for love, Dr. Jones! Uh, yeah, I'm going to be offensively racist as long as short round is still on the list, and I am going to be voting for short round. Adam? For number one, uh, I would have to go with, I don't even know who, I don't even know who War Machine is really, but I'm going to have to go with them because anybody who says no time for love, it, that's, that's, I don't, you, nobody needs that negativity in their life. So I'm voting War Machine. Mike? You know, there may be no time for love, but that leaves plenty of time for hate, and I hate short round uh, War Machine. <laughs> It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Dev. Ah, uh, I did not want to be the deciding vote on the very first thing. Um, I really like War Machine. Um, I find Tony Stark a, a bit of a pain in the ass, whereas War Machine, he, he really is, he puts it out on Front Street. He's all about fighting. He's all about combat. And he's got all sorts of amazing weaponry like, bolted onto his armor. So he's very cool. However, short round, I mean... Again, like has been mentioned before, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom is my absolute favorite Indiana Jones of all time. It's the first one I ever saw. Uh, I didn't see the original until much later in my uh, life because I was around, you know, 8 to 10, whatever, when, when, when it first came out. Um, I really like Short Round. Um, he makes me laugh, so I'm going to vote Short Round. Short Round. Into the next round. On to our next fight. It is Keith Richards versus Hermione Granger. See, this is a bummer for me. Because I want to vote for Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones because it's awesome. It's like, yeah, he's done so many drugs. That's really cool. He's a great sidekick to Mick Jagger, kind of. But Hermione Granger is the reason why the Harry Potter books are great is because Hermione Granger saves the day all the damn time. It's weird. Is Ron not on the list this time? Yeah, Ron isn't on the list this time because we all realize, oh, no, it's Hermione. So I'm voting for Hermione. Uh, Adam? Yeah, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually just like take a moment to say all of my choices are were chosen because they were characters who should have just been the main character, who are literally better than the main character. And Hermione Granger is literally better than everyone else on the show, including Dumbledore. <laughs> she or in or in the books, like she was trusted with a time machine just to get her schoolwork done. The the girl is uh, the girl is more intelligent and more forthright and more uh, decisive than anyone else. She's got her head on tight. Like she's everything about her is just literally better than everyone else. A vote for Hermione, Mike. Uh, I will also vote for Hermione because uh, Keith Richards is not a sidekick. Keith Richards oh. is a co lead. I would say he's far better than Mick. Um, you can't have the Rolling Stones without both of them. So he's not a sidekick, Hermione. I'll vote for Hermione. Dev. Uh, I think I'm also going to have to vote Hermione Granger. Um, she really is a hero. I, I want to vote Keith Richards because, I mean, that man should have died 30 years ago and somehow the drugs in oh, the system yeah. are still keeping him alive. So for that reason... The man alone, has an adamantium colon. Like, <laughs> truly the man is eternal. So for that reason alone, he deserves to be on the list, but uh, I'm still going to vote Hermione Granger.
Christy, is it a clean sweep for Hermione? It is. Yep. That's it. Hermione, moving on. We're on to our next fight. Adam, this one is yours. It is Kid Flash versus a Suzuki sidekick. Oh, you gave me the wrong one. I was I was just about to start looking up who these people are. So, you know, I decided, you know, I, sh- I should probably look up most of these and prepare for this show. Instead, I'm like, you know what? How, what? What would happen if I just literally phoned it in? And I don't know either of these two characters. I'm going to vote Suzuki Sidekick just because his name is awesome. Well, uh, Suzuki Sidekick is a vehicle. It is literally a Suzuki Sidekick. It is a car. <laughs> um, Mike? <laughs> that wins. Then if that is what that is, I vote for that because that takes guts and gall and moxie to nominate. Go ahead, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what it was. I actually assumed it was an anime character. Um, I don't know why. Um, but, uh, I'm definitely going to vote for Kid Flash. Kid Flash is one of the preeminent sidekicks. I think he is, uh, in many ways, the, the best example of a sidekick because he starts off as basically just uh, an imitation. And, and like most sidekicks, he's just sort of there for exposition and to be sort of a gateway for kids. Um, but he's the sidekick that actually not only steps up to be his own hero, but he actually takes over the mantle of the Flash. And uh, and he becomes the, the third Flash, and, and in my opinion, the best Flash. So uh, because uh, Kid Flash, uh, and specifically Kid Flash, because we're talking about the sidekick version, is that that manifestation, is that example of the, uh, the sidekick that actually takes over for the hero, uh, I'm going to vote for him. Devram! Uh, tough battle. Um, I want to vote for the Suzuki, Suzuki sidekicks because, because it's just so absurd that we're voting for a car that's a literal sidekick and not an actual sidekick. Um, just that for some reason makes me laugh and I kind of want to be a dick and vote for it. However, <laughs> I think I'm going to go Kid Flash as well. Um, I wasn't a fan of Kid Flash when he was Kid Flash, but Wally West is makes a great Flash. So yeah, I'm going to go Flash. A vote for Kid Flash. Christy. All right. So when I was growing up, my dream vehicle, my dream car was always either um, a a Suzuki sidekick or like a Geo Tracker because they're basically like the same car that's like a tiny weird looking Jeep and they come in like teal and like just weird colors. I put Suzuki sidekick on the list because it is a literal sidekick. It's an actual sidekick. It exists in the real world and it should move forward. It is all tied up and it comes down to me. And um, my spite is going really hard. I really want to vote for the Suzuki sidekick. I am not even (laughs) kidding. Like, because Mike is right about Kid Flash from... His inception in 1956, seven, somewhere around there. It's in the night. Oh wait, 59. It's somewhere in the late 50s to uh, the mid 2000s, mid to late 2000s. He his arc was amazing, and then they got rid of him and then replaced him with another character. And I mean, there's still a Kid Flash, and 
it, it, it loses a lot of the mojo for me. It takes away from Kid Flash. It takes away from the original Kid Flash. It, it, it hurts the Kid Flash for me. God damn it. Uh, but Mike is right. God damn you, Mike. God damn you, Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote Kid oh, Flash. But not because I wanted to. Because Mike was goddamn right. That, that arc of his is actually epic. So... Kid Flash is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It's probably going to be really hard. It's going to be Oblique. Is that how you say it, Christy? Oblique? Oblix. 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 It's French, goddammit. I don't know French. Versus Canine from, uh, I'm assuming, Doctor Who. Uh, this this is, is a tough one in a sense because I'm familiar with uh, Oblix, but not really. Uh, I've not read. He's Asterix. Sidekicks. Am I pronouncing that right? That's yes. correct. Um, so I'm, I'm familiar with them. Uh, I've actually never read any of them. Uh, that fo- foreign comics are, are a, a big blind spot for me. Uh, I am familiar with Canine. Um, not a huge Doctor Who fan, and I was not really a fan of most of, of the Doctor Who that featured Canine because he wasn't in modern stuff that much. Um, I am. You know what? I'm gonna vote for uh, for Obelix because I'm I'm a cat guy. I'm not a dog guy. Oh, vote! You have a dog. <laughs> I'll vote for Obelix. Uh, Def. Uh, I put Obelix on the list, and um, Asterix and Obelix was probably one of my favorite things to read when I was growing up. Uh, I still have all of the physical comics uh, in my uh, library upstairs, and I have them all in digital format on my desktop and my computer, and on my uh, laptop. And in my iPad, so I like to flip through them whenever I can. Uh, never been a big fan of Canine as a concept, and the old Doctor Who. While I did enjoy it, it really wasn't the thing that I concentrated most on. So I'm going to vote Oblix. Christy, this is really hard for me. Um, I also grew up with Asterix comics, and um, all through middle and high school, I took Latin class, and we always had to watch these um, Asterix and Obelix cartoons to learn Latin, which is weird because you don't really speak it. Um, But I love Canine. Uh, Tom Baker is my favorite doctor. I'm not really into Doctor Who, but I really am into like that cheesy 60s kind of TV. Um, And what I like about Canine is that he was really more of a best friend but Obelix is Asterix's best friend, and he has literal superhuman strength. Um, and I guess Canine's more of like a, well, he made him, so it's not like they stumbled upon each other. I really like the best friend aspect of a sidekick. So I'm going to go with Obelix also. Oh, uh, vote for Obelix. I will go for uh, vote for Obelix because he gets uh, very angry if you call him fat. That's what I read on the Wikipedia page. That's the only <laughs> thing you read about him? Well, I, I just looked at it like 20 minutes ago. What, come on. God damn it. I'm not French. I'm not French. Anyway, Adam? Yeah, so, you know, I know we, we have an obvious winner here, but I, I, I do need to pontificate a little bit about K-9. I loved him as a kid. But as an adult uh, Doctor Who fan, I find the character... I like the character. I do not like the concept of having uh, the actual uh, tool uh, as part of the doctor's retinue because the whole point of the doctor is not 
generally nonviolent resolution. If there is a violent resolution, it's a big deal. K9 was a walking gun. Uh, he could shoot a freaking laser out of his face. It is not in keeping with the theme of the doctor since the beginning. I find the character to be a uh, just an excuse to have some sort of ridiculous tool to use against the enemy. So I'm going to go with Obelix. Obelix! Moving on to the next round, we are on to our next fight. Dev, this one is yours. It is Rick Jones versus Arthur from The Tick. Rick Jones is the man that uh, Bruce Banner saves and ends up becoming the Hulk because, yeah, and he's the Hulk psychic for quite a while. Uh, so I don't think I've ever actually read any of the Rick Jones arc. Uh, I'm not familiar with him at all. And uh, I love The Tick growing up. Um, well, I, I guess in my late, uh, late teens, maybe early 20s. Um, so I'm going to vote Arthur. A vote for Arthur. Christy. I named my new puppy after Arthur. So I'm going to vote for Arthur. Uh, vote for Arthur. I'm going to vote for Rick Jones, bitch. Uh, he's an amazing character. Uh, he's held on to the uh, Nega bands. He's been uh, kind of Captain Marvel. He's actually had, like, he's gone away in recent years but and it's actually probably due to the movies because he's not really in any of the hulk movies so that's probably why we don't have a whole bunch of rick jones walking around right now he's been a hulk of some kind i can't remember what his name was the last it was like five ten years ago he was a big blue one uh so yeah i'm gonna go with rick jones i'm rick jones bitch adam I'm here. The man, the man wears a moth costume. Uh, that is fantastic. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Did we lose me? Delightful oh. moth. Hey, Adam. Yes. We couldn't hear you at yeah, all. We have to... Oh, you couldn't. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the delightful man. The delightful man in the moth costume. That's Arthur from the Tick, by the way. A vote for Arthur. Um, I mean, as as frustrating as this internet communication is, it is quite a miracle of modern technology. About it. Cable guy, uh, Mike. Uh, this is this is kind of the time when I get really depressed doing this show um, because I know we, by and large, don't have uh, as many uh, big comic book fans on here, and uh, and. If we did, then I think this would just sort of be a slam dunk for Rick Jones. Um, Arthur is fine. The Tick is is a, a good. I mean, I, I did never watch the cartoon. I watched the uh, the short lived show, and I didn't watch the Amazon show. I never read the comics. Um, but Rick Jones, he's not just the Hulk sidekick. He then became Captain America's sidekick. Then he became Captain Marvel's sidekick. He was basically the Avengers sidekick. Um, so he's been multiple sidekicks, and he's also been the hero like you said he's been he's been two different hulks um he saved the universe during the kree scroll war uh he really is one of the key essential parts of the marvel universe and you're right damon because he's not in the marvel cinematic universe uh nobody gives a shit about someone who is really uh one of the most interesting uh, characters to run through the entire history of marvel comics um that now is basically i think he's dead now i think he died um, during the uh, that Secret Empire uh, crossover, where he was killed by Captain America because of 
you know, kind of the powerful resonance of, of the evil Captain America killing his own former sidekick. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, uh, Rick Jones got got the wrong panel here, um, and uh, and he's going to go down in the first round. But oh well. It's funny. I'm looking through the Wikipedia page, and the man the man certainly does seem to be a like sidekick, like like gun, hired gun. Like he's been a sidekick for everybody, including a character called Captain Mar Dash Bell. <laughs> Captain Marvel. <laughs> that is that is a character yeah. I have never heard of before. Well, yeah, yeah, you have. Uh, there's a movie coming out in March called Captain Marvel. No, but Captain Marv Dashvel was the male, wasn't it? This is Captain Marvel, the female. Uh, it's a different Captain Marvel. It's the son of Captain Marvel, but it's still Captain Marvel. No, that was Genisvel. Oh yeah, but wasn't he the son? Marvel was the original. Yeah, but anyway. He was, but he was the side. He was, he was that Captain Marvel's sidekick too. Jeez, Louise! But Arthur is moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight, Christy. This one is yours. It is Chronic from uh, Blunt Man and Chronic, aka uh, Kevin Smith movies, a versus Worf, son of Moog. I kind of don't know who. Worf is sidekick too, because when I think of Worf, whom I love, whom we all love, um, he's more of like, like an ensemble, a B cast, I guess, like in both, um, TNG and DS Nine. Um, I love him, but I don't really think he's a sidekick, and I don't know a whole lot about Bluntman and Chronic. But his name comes second, so I'm going to go with Chronic. A vote for Chronic. Uh, yeah, Worf is not a sidekick to anybody at all, ever. Like, at all. Because, like, even War Worf isn't a part of a duo. It's not like uh, Data and Geordi or O'Brien and uh, Bashir. It's Worf. It's not Worf and. It's not Worf and Deanna Troy, even though he was boning her. Yeah. Like that—that's the wharf and is him in a, a an intimate relationship with a female character on the show. So uh, no, he's not a sidekick. Uh, Chronic is and Chronic. So uh, yeah, Chronic gets a vote for me, Adam. Well, uh, I personally feel like uh, Worf makes a perfect sidekick to the uh, the uh, Starship Defiant. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> a vote for Worf, Mike. Uh, yeah, I will agree with the. I don't uh, consider Worf a sidekick. Uh, Chronic is definitely a sidekick, um, and and not only that, uh, Chronic is a marijuana reference, and uh, I I very happily voted for marijuana a week ago, or a few days ago. When you hear this, it'll be over a week ago. Um, legalizing marijuana in the state of Michigan, uh, and to celebrate that, I will vote for marijuana again. Dev, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm also going to give it to Chronic. Uh, Blunt Man and Chronic was a hilarious part of that movie. Um, the fact that it was brought to life and, and they were dressed in the actual costumes that gave me quite the tickle, uh, and I love them so. Uh, Blunt, yeah, Chronic. A vote for the Chronic. 
And the Chronic is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Damon, this one is yours. It is Robin versus Foggy Nelson. Uh, Robin, the, the first the first comic book psychic. I don't know. I've been watching the Netflix shows, and I'm loving, I'm loving some Foggy Nelson right now. Plus, when I, when you say Robin, the problem the problem that we run into with characters like Robin is there's like seven different Robins, so you can pick your favorite one and just run along with that. There's only one Foggy Nelson, so I'm gonna go Foggy. Foggy Nelson gets the vote for me. Adam, uh, the man the man has a degree, uh, and uh, Robin is a trapeze artist. I'm gonna go with Foggy Nelson. Mike? Uh, yeah, it's definitely Robin. Um, I like Foggy. I'm actually watching Daredevil right now. Uh, Foggy is a good sidekick for Matt Murdock. He's not a sidekick for Daredevil. Um, but, uh, but you know, the sidekick for Matt Murdock is basically a lawyer. Um, and, uh, and Robin, I mean, he is, he is iconic. We don't have our iconic ding bell anymore. Um, but he was the first great sidekick. Um, and you know, the reason why there's so many Robins is because he is essential to Batman, Batman and Robin. They take Robin away for a while. They always bring one back. Um, when Dick Grayson graduates, I mean, that's one of the Robins fulfills that purpose as well. Um, another Robin steps in that one dies. Another one comes in. So Robin is kind of the quintessential sidekick he is he is necessary to the character and there will always be a robin uh and anyone can be a robin there was actually a a, a team of robins uh, a while back for a little while that went away quickly so um as much as you know it's, it's fun to knock things out in the first round uh you know robin robin is the big gun he won this the first time we did this um there's really uh, so many reasons to keep him in uh, i hope we don't knock him out just to uh shake things up a little bit you know, and I, I want to make a comment about that. Like, I feel like Robin is, in in that in that relationship is a lot like the uh, what the the companion is to the to the doctor, right? or the companions are to the doctor. Where if you leave out that character long enough, your hero becomes a monster. Like they start losing their humanity because of everything that they deal with on a daily or nightly basis like that that character is so important for keeping the main character grounded like they're not just a i was there to save your butt but no i am here to make sure you do not lose yourself in this in this work that you do and that's what definitely what rob Devram. Damn it, I had it all uh, figured out. Um, I added Foggy Nelson to the list because, again, I love that Daredevil show, and Foggy is such a huge part of that. Um, he kind of f- tries to fulfill that same role that Robin does for Batman uh, in trying to keep Matt in the real world and not um, completely uh, engrossed in his uh, superhero identity. Um, however, uh, some really, really good points have been made, uh, Robin being the, uh, the quintessential uh, sidekick. I think he... He's going to tip it over for him. I'm going to have to vote Robin. A vote for Robin. It's all tied up. Comes down to you there, Christy. Well, um, if I was the last vote on the Rick Jones versus Arthur, I would have probably voted for Rick Jones after hearing Mike's speech. 
Um, I really don't have um, a favorite or much thought about this, but I, I mean, I guess when you think of a sidekick, the first thing you think of is Robin, so he should go through. And Robin is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Adam, this one is yours. It's the first unknown fight of the evening. It is Hodor Uh-oh. from Game of Thrones versus, uh, well, Rocco from the comic shop that Mike is at once every two weeks. Read this list, and he was like, the Scarecrow. And then I say the Scarecrow, and you're thinking Batman because we were literally just talking Batman. Yeah. But but I no. That, yeah. It is not the Scarecrow from Batman. It's the Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz. The Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz as a sidekick, which he very much is. Adam, that fight's yours. Uh, God. Oh, my God. This ringer. Oh, my goodness. Um, I am going to say, okay, so let's, let's break it down. Hodor is loyal. Hodor is a giant, giant man who can club men to death with his fists. But he's not violent. He's an he carries around brand. Um, in the show, he he definitely saves the day. Um, uh, as far as the scarecrow goes, though, the scarecrow is definitely a take charge kind of guy. He definitely uh, he definitely has a protective feelings towards Dorothy. I never read I, I like read one of the books as a kid, so I don't I don't know much about how deep his character goes in the series at all. Um, but I feel like, I, I, I don't know, something, a part of me wants to say Scarecrow. I'm going to go with my gut here. I'm going to go with Scarecrow. Uh, vote for Scarecrow. Mike? Um, I, uh, I am also going to vote for Scarecrow. Uh, two reasons. One, um, I actually... Uh, Hoder's sidekick status for me is is challenged because um, I actually really wanted to put him on a previous geek fight um, for best vehicle because um, that's really all he is. He's a vehicle. Um, and secondly, Scarecrow may not have a brain, and yet he can still come up with more than one motherfucking word. So, Devro. Uh, Hodor is probably, I, I don't want to say my least favorite, because he, he doesn't really have that much of a part. I mean, um, how he got to who he is, is important. Um, but but he's he's not really like a major character in the franchise. Whereas Scarecrow, without Scarecrow, um, Wizard of Oz isn't what it is. So I'm gonna, also going to vote uh, Scarecrow. Christy. Um... I'm going to continue my trend of voting for vehicles and vote for Hodor. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hodor. 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 Don't make us cry. <laughs> oh, man. I love that moment. It's so funny. No, I'm not that horrible of a person. Uh, but I will be voting for, well, I'll vote for uh, Scarecrow. Way to go, Rocco. We're on to our next fight. Ro- uh, Scarecrow is moving on. Mike, this one is yours. It is Garth Algor. Way to go, Garth. Way to go, Wade. Uh, versus R2-D2. This one is easy. Garth is very, very, very much a sidekick. He's a great sidekick. Uh, he's a sidekick in the the, the uh, host, co-host sense, not in the action hero sense. 
um, which uh, is, is just as valid a sense. And also, R2-D2 is not a sidekick. R2-D2 is the single most important character in all of Star Wars. He is it. He is the main thing. Um, what, what you don't realize is if you uh, take a microscope and you look in a Jedi's blood and you look at the midichlorians, they look exactly like R2-D2. Because <laughs> uh, R2-D2 is the most important thing in all of Star Wars. So he's not a sidekick. A vote for Garth. Dev! Uh, I never want to knock out a Star Wars character. Um, however, I can't disagree with uh, with Mike on that. Um, R2-D2 is a, a main character, even though he, he may not play a significant role in each of the individual films, just the way he's there to tie the whole story together from start to end. Even though I hated the prequels and I'm not a huge fan of the sequel series, um, R2-D2 is a crazy important part of all of it, all of um, uh, Star Wars lore. Uh, Garth is a great sidekick. He is hilarious, and he and he, without Wayne, there's no Garth, and without Garth, there's no Wayne. Um, I'm gonna have to vote Garth. Christy, all the thing, all the things I was gonna say have just been said, but I'll also add to it by saying that um, the original conception of R two D two and C three PO were as a you know, a couple together of equal parts to drive a story um, as lifted from the Hidden Fortress. And Garth is an actual sidekick. He, he, he is a single person that completes his, the main protagonist in Wayne's world. And I think Garth should move on. A vote for Garth. Uh, well, obviously... I always vote for R2-D2, and I'm going to be voting for R2-D2 here. Not! Come on. Come on. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, had I mean, that... I, here's the thing. All of my, all of my nominations uh, would get knocked out by the virtue of their technic, like, by, by all definitions, like, they, by most definitions, they are sidekicks, but I don't really personally consider them sidekicks. So... In a way, all of mine would be knocked out by the virtue of that. <laughs> Especially R2-D2. Like y'all say, the, man, the robot cannot, like, the story does not go. He moves the plot forward in every single movie. He can, he, without him, everything falls apart. So that's why I nominated him, and that's why I continue to vote for him. You're voting for R2-D2, but Garth is moving on. We are on to our All next right. fight. fight. Uh, Devrim, this one is yours. It is Hey Now, Hank Kingsley versus River Song. Uh, remind me where Hank Kingsley is from because he's not familiar to me at all. He was uh, the sidekick on the Larry Sanders show, the Gary, Sa the Gary Shandling TV show uh, about a uh, late night show. Yeah, okay. Now I, I know what you're talking about now. Um, I'm definitely going to go River Song. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of Gary Shandling or that show. I mean, it was perhaps funny, but I wasn't a fan of that kind of humor. So yeah, it didn't work for me. A vote for River Song, Christy. This is so easy for me. I'm voting for Hank's Kingsley or Hank Kingsley. Um. So 
in, in the premise of a talk show, you do need a co-host, so he fits the bill as being a literal sidekick. But also, he's super lame and annoying, so it makes... It, he appeals to the masses, so Gary Shandling's character can be more edgy, which is what you want in a talk show host. And he makes you look good, because you can't look bad sitting next to Hank, so I vote for Hank. Uh, vote for Hank Kingsley. Uh, you know, in, in River Song, I don't consider her a sidekick. Uh, she's a love interest, and love interest isn't a sidekick. They should be equal parts of a whole. Uh, and Hank Kingsley is, hey, now, Hank's Kingsley. Come on. He's a, even though, uh, apparently, Jeffrey Tambor might be a horrible person in real life, uh, Hank Kingsley is really awesome. So I'm going to vote for Hank Kingsley. Adam? Hank's, Hank Kingsley was also a horrible person. Far, far more horrible. Uh, she could drive the TARDIS uh, she traveled through time on her own she was a, she was a thief a, a, a grave robber a, uh, a hijacker uh, she broke out of jail multiple times all to assist uh, the doctor uh, yeah she did end up being uh, her uh, he did end up being her husband in the end, but you know what? It, I still consider that, like, it, from a TV show standpoint, that's, I think that's a sidekick. But again, my nominations all, in my opinion, are above and beyond sidekick status, and that's what I vote for. A vote for River Song. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which one is moving on? I will vote for Hank Kingsley. Um... And, and I will continue like the the technicality. I don't consider River Song to be a sidekick. I consider her to be a guest star. She was not. A, she was on often. Um, she might have even been a recurring character, but she did not have really the level of of prominence across um, a whole period of time in the way that a sidekick typically does. I and mean, like you mentioned, she's also a love interest. So yeah, it, 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 I don't think she kind of fits, whereas Hank fits perfectly. And, and like Christy says, he does the one thing that is the most important for a sidekick is he makes the main guy look good. That's right, Mike. <laughs> Hank Kingsley is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Christy, this one is yours. It's Alfred Pennyworth versus Sancho Panza. Oh, from, uh, 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 oh my God. I don't remember the name. Donkey Hotel. Donkey Hotel. Thank you. Okay, so um, I'm sure someone will talk about Alfred Pennyworth enough, so I'm not going to talk about that at all. Let's just talk about Sancho Panza, the precursor to all sidekicks, the first of his kind, arguably, created by Cervantes. He is what every sidekick is based on. He helps move the story along. He was created for that literary device, um, steers his bumbling master out of tough scrapes and like is super witty and it brings a sense of reality and like practicality to um, what mo a lot of heroes are. They have like a lot of idealism. They, they are quick to rush into things um, any good protagonist is going to go above and beyond, and you always have to have your sidekick kind of pulling you back and kind of commentating. Um, but I think just based upon the fact that all of these sidekicks we're talking about probably 
stemmed from uh, Sancho Panza means that we should vote him through. Uh, vote for Sancho Panza. And uh, I don't like old British people. I'm, uh, I'm talking to you there, Christopher Mitchell. When you when you hit Alfred Pennyworth age, I'm done with you. Done. So, yeah, about 20 years, but still done. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Sancho Panza. Uh, Adam. Oh, in a lot of ways, um, in a lot of ways, Alfred was a father figure and more of a, like an adoptive father than than kind of a sidekick. Um, But I mean, it's hard to have a good story without, and with no emotional connection to the character besides I gotcha boss. You know, and for that reason, I'm going to go with Alfred just because I, 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 I kind of feel like I need that more kind of emotional connection than just doing something right, you know, for the character. A vote for Alfred. Mike? Um, one of the interesting things about Alfred Pennyworth is... Uh, he really, you know, changes a lot. And there's a point in time uh, where, where he's not a sidekick. He's uh, he's supporting cast. Um, it's a different role. It's, uh, you know, Lois Lane is not a sidekick. Perry White is not a sidekick. Um, he's a member of the supporting cast, but he's not actually a sidekick. But he actually has evolved into being a sidekick. And in many ways, he's Bruce's main sidekick now. Um, however, uh, what Christy said is absolutely right. Um all of this stems from from a, a source, um, and uh, and I think it's you know we have to kind of acknowledge that we've already got a Batman sidekick moving ahead, and uh, and I think it's it's good to show uh, to class us up a little bit and uh, and throw some some real literature in here every now and again. Uh, what'll probably I mean it's not going to win. It's going to get bumped out by something stupid. Um, but hey, at least for a little while we can pretend, or at least I can pretend that I'm slightly more cultured than I really am. Uh, Devro. I'm really glad that we're getting all this Cervantes love. Um, Don Quixote was the first real book that I read as a child. Um, it's the first one at least I remember reading. I'm, I'm sure there were like, you know, little primers or whatever uh, as I was growing up. But the first book I sat down on my own and decided to read was Don Quixote. And it was tough to get through. Like, that's not an easy book for a, I don't know, seven, eight year old to get through. But I somehow managed, and I love that character probably more than the, than the protagonist, Don Quixote. So I'm definitely going to vote for Sancho Panza. Sancho Panza, moving on, on to our next fight. It is Hit Girl versus Igor. Um, I don't, uh, I don't, you know what? Villain Hinchman, a.k.a. Sidekick, I'm going to go with uh, Igor. Uh, Adam? Uh, rarely will you find someone who is willing to perform medical malpractice for you. So, <laughs> Igor. Mike? Uh, I'm going to go with Hit Girl. Um, Igor is a, a, a great sidekick, a classic. Um, but uh, Hit, Girl's, Hit Girl's a lot of fun, um, that, that, both in the comics and in the movie. Um, really nice, twisted, um, perverse... Uh, but totally fitting her hero. I mean, uh, it's it, and she actually is in a literal sense. I mean, in, in many times there is this idea of sidekick 
uh, and and Hero uh, having kind of like a parental uh, connection. Certainly, the you know with Batman and and Robin being his son. Uh, in this case, she's a literal daughter. Uh, and then when the hero dies, she actually steps up and becomes uh, the main character, and she has a, has a book of her own now. Um, so because uh, because really she's a lot of fun uh, and and far more entertaining to watch. Uh, I think I will uh, vote for Hit Girl. Dev? Uh, I'm all about Hit Girl. Um, she was the absolute best part of that movie. Um, I, I really like the fact that she's just this little kid, and yet she can probably kick the ass out of any one of us easily, and probably anyone in that in that universe. Um, she is tough, and uh, but she's so tiny. Uh, I love her. Hit Girl for sure. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Christy. Kind of feel bad about this one because I put Igor on the list, but the more I've been thinking about it sitting here, um, I think he's like paid staff. So I don't know if that really counts, but I do know that Hit Girl is actually a sidekick. So I'm going to vote for Hit Girl. I sure hope that my paid staff call me master. <laughs> uh, that costs a little extra, Adam. Yeah, that depends on how much. Just about to say that, yeah. All right, cool. Hit girl, moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Adam, this one is yours. It is Crypto versus Charles Boy Boyle. Sorry, from Brooklyn Nine Nine. So in this case, um, you have to go. With, I think you have to go with defining characteristics, correct? So when I'm talking about when you're talking about a uh, super dog uh, from uh, Krypton and and Charles Boyle, I think you need to talk about uh, loyalty. Who is more loyal? And uh, I'm gonna have to go with Charles Boyle from Book of Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Mike. This is tough because uh, I don't know that I consider Crypto a sidekick. Uh, he's a pet. Um, I don't know who this other guy is, and uh, I've never watched that show. Um, so, you know, I'm going to vote for Crypto. No, I'm not going to vote for What's the other guy again? Charles Boyle. Is he really a sidekick? He's more yes. of a pet. No, well, both. <laughs> but he wants to be a sidekick really badly. Hmm. Yeah, he does. Um, well, he's already got two votes, right? Uh, I'll vote for crypto. A vote for crypto. Uh, he doesn't have two votes. He had one vote, one apiece right now. Uh, Dev. I can be sway. Uh, so I put crypto on this list because Superman is my guy. Um, I wear his mark on my skin. Um, and he has no equals. And the only one who could actually hope to keep up with him well, okay, Wonder Woman, but she's a main character, not a sidekick. The only one who could hope to keep up with him is the super dog Crypto. Now, that being said, um, Charles Boyle, <laughs> uh, I love that show, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and he he is such a, uh, a character. Um, his only aspiration is to be a sidekick. He has no interest in being the main person. He doesn't want to take over anything. He just wants to be a best friend and a sidekick. He just wants to be there for his dude. And, uh, and he's the most loyal person, regardless of what situation you put him into, how, ma how mad you make him, how much you insult his wife or his child or whatever. Uh, he always comes back and he'll always have your back. So I have to vote Charles Boyle and it kills me. Uh, vote for Boyle. Uh, Christy. 
I was waiting for somebody to give a list of why crypto should be named like loyal. That's all I got because I don't really know much about crypto. But I was going to say Charles Boyle is just like a dog, except for he can use the words sidekick. And he literally tells Jake Peralta all the time that he wants to be his sidekick, his co, everything. Um, so I'm going to vote for Charles Boyle. Literal sidekick. <laughs> oh, vote for Boyle. Uh, Christy, you actually do know just about everything about crypto. Uh, you know that it is a dog, and it can fly like Superman. All and right. He wears a cape. Oh, well, Charles Boyle can't fly. Hmm. I, I will just point out that it, it might be to your advantage to have a sidekick that can shoot lasers out of his eyes and can rip the throat out of a Greek god. But somebody voted against K9 specifically for that. It's yeah, true. I did. That, that is a decent point. But what, what's funny, what Mike fails to mention is, he's a great sidekick for Superman, but if you had a super strong dog that could rip the throat out of a god and could fire laser beams out of his eyes, you might have a fucking problem. Super disaster. I will be voting for... Yeah, but crypto is actually super intelligent and, and more intelligent than a human being. Oh. And can understand English. More reasons not to have that freaky dog around you. Anyway, I'm voting for uh, Boyle. Uh, he's into the next round to get slaughtered by whatever get, comes out in this fight. Mike, it's yours. It is Chewbacca versus Samwise Gamgee. Uh, this is easy. I have said many times I don't understand the level of Samwise love that uh, that comes our way on this show. Um, but I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan anyway, uh, and I love me some Chewbacca, especially um, I want to throw some some love Chewbacca's way in, in the wake of Solo, which I think uh, was a much better movie than uh, than anybody. Well, actually, everybody gave it credit for it, but nobody seemed to have seen it. Um, I, I think it's unfortunate that it failed. Chewbacca was great in that movie. Uh, he was great in many Star Wars movies, and despite being kind of a key part of Star Wars, he really has always been a sidekick, and uh, and and he's a great sidekick. Uh, that's why he didn't get a medal. Um, so uh, because he didn't give a medal, I think we should give him a victory here. A vote for Chewbacca. Dev? Uh, agree 100% Chewbacca all the way. Samwise Gamgee, um, I understand that, yes, he definitely is a sidekick, um, but any scene that he is in, if that were cut from the movie, it would not be a lesser, it would not be a, a worse movie. It would be a better movie. Uh, so I, I can't stand him and I can't stand um, any scene that he's in uh, with that stupid walking along. Oh, fuck. I, I hate so much of Lord of the Rings because of, of that whole um, journey that they take. Uh, so, yeah, Chewbacca for sure. Uh, Christy. I really don't care. <laughs> you guys are going to kill me. I really don't care about Lord of the Rings, and I really don't care about Star Wars. Um, they're both best friends. That's important to me in a sidekick. Um, but I do think, uh, like, I like Chewbacca. He's sassy. Um, yeah, sassy. That's going to win it for me. Chewbacca is sassy. Plus, he can rip your arms off and beat you over the head with them. I've never actually seen it done, but I've heard about it. <laughs> uh, vote for Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Uh, it's weird. 
I was like, oh, wait, I can just say that I met Chewbacca. And then I realized, oh, wait, I've also met Samwise Gamgees. So this is actually a much harder fight when you go, I met both of them. Um, It doesn't really matter because Chewbacca has the votes right now. So I can very easily say Samwise, be like, Samwise that, and Samwise that dude, man. Samwise take a bullet for you. That's that sidekick shit, bro. So uh, I'm going to go with Samwise Gamgees. Uh, Adam. Well, uh, first of all, I want to thank everyone for for uh, for actually saying one of my nominations is a sidekick for once. I'm excited. Thank you. Whoop, whoop. So I'm going to I'm going to celebrate with a little anecdote. My buddy actually uh, uh, gave his copy of uh, of uh, the Goonies to uh, Mr. Samwise Gamgee himself, and he signed it gladly. He was really excited to see that at uh, at. Uh, Gen Con one year, nice guy. Uh, uh, but uh, the re- the reason I think Samwise Gamgee is so great is because uh, not not just the fact that he everything he does for for Frodo, uh, both in the books and the movies, but in the book he actually becomes a he is actually a ring bearer for a short time. He is the only ring bearer in the history in the thousands and thousands of years of the ring's existence, the only person who is never corrupted by their one ring, not once. So uh, I'm going with Samwise Gamgee because he makes the one ring of power his bitch. A vote for Samwise Gamgee. And a thing that at, we've had Samwise on here like four times, and that is like well more than four times, but that has never ever come up about Samwise. And you're right. yeah, it's a fact. He 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 literally carries the ring, and it's not a big deal. But you know what else isn't a big deal? Chewbacca. Moving on into the next round. Sorry, Samwise. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to our next fight. Dev, this one is yours. It is Harley Quinn versus Bucky Barnes. Ah. Uh... I don't know if Harley, I mean, she definitely starts off as a sidekick, but she kind of graduates and becomes her own identity and ends up leading, uh, I think, Birds of Prey is what they're calling it now. Uh, She's the main character in that, and she kind of loses her sidekick status. Uh, Bucky Barnes has has really never been anything more than a sidekick. I mean, I guess he becomes a villain at one point in the movies and in the comic books, and uh, but but as soon as he kind of regains his his faculties uh he's right back to being captain america's psychic and uh, and he and cap have a very special relationship uh so just on that alone i think i'm gonna vote bucky barnes christy i don't know all the depths of comics um clearly um but harley um from what i know of her from like the bruce tim show <laughs> that's it um is 100% a sidekick and we need I don't think we have anyone evil on here except for maybe Hank Kingsley going through so I'm gonna put Harley through a vote for Harley uh it's funny because Bucky Barnes has the exact same journey as Harley Quinn really (laughs) sorry well yeah but Bucky becomes Captain America for a while after Captain America dies everybody kind of forgets that I think there's and I think a lot of great sidekicks, if a story goes long enough, a, a great sidekick is probably going to end up having their own arcs and their own, like, 
time to shine in the limelight. So it's going to be hard to just base things on whether a dude or a lady ends up remaining sidekick throughout their entire career. You are exactly right. And that is why I'm going to be voting for henchman number four, I believe is what she originally was. They never intended her to be the sidekick for the Joker. It just kind of happened organically. Uh, I'm going to go with Harley Quinn. Uh, go ahead, Adam. Yeah, uh, same here. Uh, you know, all of my knowledge of Harley Quinn is from the Batman TV show. And, uh, but I always loved it when she was on because it was always this question of whether her humanity was going to bubble up during the show and how, how that was going to happen. And I always thought that was really fascinating. Uh, so yeah, Harley Quinn. And maybe she, maybe for that reason, she wasn't such a great uh, sidekick for the Joker because a lot of the time it ended up screwing him over. But a lot of the time it was for his own good. So yeah, I'm going to go with Harley. Uh, vote for Harley. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for Bucky Barnes. Uh, both of them... Uh, are very similar. They both clearly start out as sidekicks. Um, Bucky is actually kind of the iconic sidekick. Um, uh, both of them eventually do kind of graduate uh, on, and and you know Bucky is a is a hero in his own right in the Winter Soldier, and 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 certainly is going to be a major, a larger part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which will definitely mean he's a large part of the Marvel Comics universe, um, j- just as Harley has become uh, kind of her own sort of thing. Um, so in that way, they're both uh, pretty equal. Um, I want to have sex with Margot Robbie slightly more than I want to have sex with Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I'm still going to call that one a wash. Uh, so I'm going to go with Bucky because while Harley would die for her hero or her villain, uh, Bucky did die for his hero, uh, and that's a bigger deal. So. Bucky, even though I don't think he's going on. Well, you can do math. <laughs> Harley Quinn is into the next round. I've played people before. You tried. I, I I was very quick. Did you notice that? Like, nope. Fuck you, buddy. Bucky's not making it through. But luckily, you get to tell us who the last unknown is. Christy, this fight is yours. It is Starscream versus an unknown Mike is going to tell us about. Uh, so I went back to the two original uh, episodes that we did. We looked, I looked over them to see uh, to see who may have been left off. Um, and I found somebody who was on both lists, someone who I'm surprised didn't make it on this list, at least a little bit, because his name certainly comes up uh, when people are talking about sidekicks. Uh, and that is Cato, the, the Green Hornet's sidekick, uh, otherwise known as Bruce Lee. So it's Starscream versus Cato. Christy. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know who either of these are. Um, Bruce Lee sounds one cool. of them is Bruce Lee. Yeah, Bruce Lee sounds cool. So and one of them is a giant transformer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know that much. I thought it was gonna be like, like um, you know that the cartoon on I guess it's on Cartoon Network or something, and it's like Robin as a kid, and that was gonna be one of those, but it wasn't. So I was disappointed. I don't know anything about Transformers. Um, so I'm very, very sorry. I could be swayed either either way, but I'm going to go with Kato. I'll vote for Kato. Uh, Starscream is a henchman. He's not a sidekick to anybody. But I want to... Uh, ooh, 
Can I do racist? Did, did Kato have a famous line that I could say in a horribly racist voice? Yeah, like... <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. I, I, I'll vote for Kato. Uh, go ahead, Adam. Uh, yeah, I feel like... Um, I don't know what the what the what the relationship is between henchman and villain versus sidekick and hero. I mean, I don't. I actually don't care about that distinction. I think uh, when I, when I'm thinking of like really cool like like sidekicks for villains, I, I that is. I, I tried to like mix mine up between heroes and villains, and uh, Starscream is definitely one of them. If he's he's kind of like that that horrible guy in in you know who's like you know. I, why don't you just shoot him in the head? You know, just just shoot the guy in the head. He stops being your problem. And I think if you know, if it were a more adult show, I think that's who Starscream would be. He 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 gets the work done while while Megatron pontificates. And he's the kind of he's the kind of dude that'll throw all his bros off the side of a spaceship. You know, uh, when they're all like severely damaged and they're robots, and you could just fix them. Just like no, I'm just gonna throw you off a spaceship. So yeah, that's why I chose Starscream. He gets the job done. Mr. Ortiz. Um, yeah, I'm gonna vote for Kato because he was played by Bruce Lee. I dislike your logic. I am changing my vote to Starscream. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Dev. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a huge, or I was a huge fan of the Transformers as a child. I used to watch that TV show every Saturday afternoon, unless there was something that was forced upon me, like uh, some cultural event or whatever. Um, but uh, and I actually have never seen the original Green Hornet uh, with Kato as a sidekick. However, Kato is a great sidekick. Um, the only real introduction I have to him is, I think, from the uh, the movie with. Oh, that, that, uh, whatever. It's just the recent movie that came out, uh, maybe 10, 10, 15 years ago. Um, I'm going to vote Kato. Uh, I think Kato should move on. Uh, Starscream really is not a, he- he's, he's a henchman. He's not a sidekick. Um, he gets beat upon. He, no one really takes him seriously. He's the butt of Megatron's jokes. Um, Megatron, I think, actually hates him, but he's forced to use him as a, uh, as a henchman. And for that reason, he gets to stay alive. But, uh, I think if he wanted to, he would kill him. Uh, I'm going to vote Kato. And Kato is moving on into the next round. Uh, We'll be back right after Mike pees. He probably is already peeing. And uh, you're going to hear some messages from the Freebooters Network. Currently, humanity looks to the internet for its information. We have stood at the edge of despair, and would have fallen. If not for awesome podcasts, and their content of everything we love. Now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek, such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try. Captain's Log Supplemental. The situation is grim. 
I've called my tactical officer in to discuss options before we run out of air. Such dire circumstances to celebrate his new promotion. Commander, you're my tactical officer. What do you suggest? Well, Captain, it seems that our adversary is closing in quickly. We might consider retreat the better part of valor in this instance. We're almost cut off. Where do we go? We go on a Geek Nation tour. Examining the variety of strategies at Adepticon or Gen Con, for example, could provide valuable insight while we engage in finding new allies. You've earned your promotion today, Commander. And we're back, coming at you with what we do every single week, coming to you with a little bit of geek cred. We're going to find out a little bit about our panelist, uh, Christy. What is your geek cred? Mm. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Um, That I have been on the show several times, and... It's about the same every time. I, I kind of know what I'm talking about. And that's all you really need to know uh, is how to bullshit to be a geek. Adam. Um, oh, sorry. Adam, <laughs> it is your first time on the show. What mm -hmm. is your geek cred, sir? Uh, I guess this is the part where I should mention that I have a show on uh, on uh, the Freebooters Network called... Uh, Masters of the Forge, Altar of War. It's kind of like a sister podcast to my main podcast uh, that I have with my buddy Jason uh, called Masters of the Forge, and it is a narrative play Warhammer 40K podcast. And the podcast on the Freebooters Network is uh, we basically, I, I get a different person every time, and we play a game of Warhammer, uh, usually more narrative-based, but sometimes not. And we kind of record uh like a we talk about what what happens in between each turn of the game uh and i string it all together into a podcast and we talk about the the game itself and like how things went and everything it's a super fun show to do i hope people like uh listening to it and folks can you know they can contact us to talk to ask like for if they want an army to listen to or uh, if they want a certain kind of mission you can email us and we're happy to take a listener uh, uh suggestion um but yeah i've been playing warhammer since actually only recently uh, i couldn't afford it before like when i was a kid i i don't know how people afford that game when you're a kid so i only started playing when i was like 30 i think or so before that i was uh, more of a dungeons and dragons fan i had a D, D campaign since i was like or so that uh, was loosely based on uh, the Dark Tower. I don't think I can think of anything like geekier than that. Uh, so, so yeah, I've, I've been a geek forever. Forever geek, forever geek, being a geek forever. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, Devrim won uh, geek cred in the last... Uh, uh, round when he said that he read uh, Don Quixote when he was seven or eight. I think that mm -hmm. would be... Yeah, you know what? You made, me, you made me really jealous that I didn't pick Prayer uh, 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 Rue, uh, or I, uh, I believe it's called, he, his colloquial term is Fiverr from Watership Down. I, we should have had, we sh I should have put at least one like literary reference in here because that made me super jealous. Happy to help. You know, I have I have written down 
uh, under the unknowns. I, 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 my choice was was uh, was uh, not decided. Um, and my three choices were Cato, um, Chloe Sullivan, and me. So I almost put myself on. Because, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm sidekick. But then I was like, do I really want to hear? Well, I mean, I, I don't know how nice anybody else would be, but I know Damon would just be a total dick in voting against me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to actually hear this. I guess we should start fighting. <laughs> Uh, hey, it's me. It says Damon right there. It is short round versus Hermione in this round. Uh, I want to vote for short round because, uh, like I said, I love that character and such a great movie. Um, it, people shit on it, and I don't know why because it's by far the best out of all the Indiana Jones movies. Um, but I think I, I probably have to vote for Hermione Granger. Okay, here's the thing about Hermione. She will be there to support you emotionally, which is important for a lead because they're always going through some shit and short round just yells at you and there's no like mental health value. So I'll go with Hermione. Hermione is moving on. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to go with Oblix. Uh, vote for Oblix. Mike? Uh, I'm going to uh, stick with Kid Flash. Um, in addition to all this, you know, stuff I said before about him being uh, this sort of classic sidekick, and you're right, Damon, I think he does uh, go back to 1959, so he actually predates every single Marvel Comics character, um, actual Marvel Comics characters. But one of the things that's inter interesting about him that uh, is different from other sidekicks, uh, when he starts off, and, uh, and, you know, because he's much younger, he's a teenager, he starts off in a costume that is basically identical to the Flash, except scaled down and he actually even has the same origin but very shortly after that he gets his own costume and it is such a better costume he actually uh, has one of the nicest costumes in comics the the yellow and, and red combination much better than the flash's costume um i know it sounds like a weird thing but that's one of the things that i always like wow the sidekick in this instance actually looks much cooler than the hero uh, and you don't see that a lot so i'm gonna vote for wally west in particular kid flash is the Flash's costume made of something special? Because like the friction alone, like like the ki the kid must not have any armpit hair; it would catch on fire. Well, technically, his body creates a biokinetic aura that protects him from friction. Oh well, that is fantastic. All right, cool. It's a Flash TV show. It is explained as a special suit. Ah, okay, neat. Go ahead, Dev. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I like Wally West. But I'm I'm no I'm sticking with Asterix and Obelix. Obelix all the way. Christy, I feel really bad um, because um, it's I I don't think a lot of comic book characters are getting love on this particular episode, and I know that's a bummer for a lot of people that are listening. But Obelix is part of my childhood. He's a best friend. He had like I said it before. He has superhuman strength. So everybody in this village can get superhuman strength by drinking the potion of this wizard that lives in town. But Oblix fell into a vat of it or something when he was a kid. So he's the only one in the whole town that is, he has superhuman strength all the time. That's just who he is. And he's content to just be someone's best friend. He just carries stuff around, you know, he's, I don't know. He's just, um, there's no ego in him. And I, I like that about him. 
I think that's a good quality to have as a sidekick. And he doesn't get to have the one thing that he wants, which is to a, a sip of that potion. He's never allowed to drink it. It's it's an ongoing thing. I know. What would happen? You guys are so weird. Um, I'm vote for Kid Flash, even though Kid Flash is losing. But that's right. You know why he's losing? Because they did that. They they did that cultural appropriation thing and turned him into a blood. No, nope, no, nope, not gonna Trump speak. Not gonna Trump speak. I have speak. not seen the show at all, so I don't know. I don't know what's oh, going on with Kid Flash. It wasn't pretty, a TV show. It was comic books. He turned black. I'm pretty sure uh, they did the same thing to Hermione. Uh, well, actually, according to according I know to, <laughs> he, he was supposed to be black, which is great. That is so awesome. I think it's just open ended. I think I think she yeah. didn't think about it, and now she's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's I think she is who whatever you think she is in your mind, and that's the great thing about books. Books suck. I'm illiterate. On to our next fight, <laughs> Mike. This one is yours. It is Arthur versus Chronic. Uh, I am going to vote for Chronic. Um, one of the interesting things about uh, Chronic is he is the sidekick in Blunt Man and Chronic, um, and they are the fictionalized versions of Jay and Silent Bob, and there he gets top billing. So there's this kind of interesting spin on uh, in the fictional fictional world he's a sidekick but in the real fictional world or the fictional real world however that would go he's actually the lead so it's kind of an interesting inversion secondly chronic was punched in the nuts by mark hamill and i don't think archer arthur was ever punched in the nuts by mark hamill and that's pretty cool dev i think it's important to note that he was punched in the nuts by a uh, guy named Cockknocker. i think that's very important yes as played um, by mark hamill yeah, I am also going to vote for Chronic in this. I'll vote for Chronic. Christy? Um, I'm going to vote for Arthur just because I see a lot of myself in him. He's nervous. He can do your taxes. <laughs> I, I'm, That's all I got. I'll vote for Arthur. Uh, I, I, I can do my taxes. It's on tur TurboTax. I just press the buttons and do the TurboTax. It's awesome. Um... I'm going to go with Arthur. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you there, Adam. Oh, man. This is hard because I, uh, I, I almost want a spite vote for Arthur, but because you've knocked out my characters so much on this, but I'm going to have to agree with you that uh, Chronic is a superior uh, sidekick, and it's it, you know this vote. This is a vote for uh, nostalgia. Uh, I love the whole clerk, small rat, uh, uh, and uh, especially chasing Amy. You know all that stuff, I and mean, I I love the VSU stuff. So I'm gonna go with uh, Chronic. A uh, vote for Chronic, and Chronic is moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Dev, this one is yours. It is Robin versus. The Scarecrow. Uh, for this, I'm going to have to go Robin. Um, Scarecrow is a great character in uh, Wizard of Oz, but Robin kind of transcends time. There's multiple different versions of him. And uh, like, like, like we said, in comics specifically, he's the one who kicked it off. So Robin it is. Uh, vote for Robin. Christy? I'm going to also vote for Robin. Um, 
just based that on that, he's the quintessential sidekick. He's who everyone thinks of. Everyone, when you say Batman, you say Robin. Um, If I only had a brain, uh, <laughs> if I only had a heart, if I only had some courage. You know, that's the only part, one of the, the verse of the song that really doesn't work for me is the courage song. Um, I'm still going to vote for the Scarecrow. That's right, Rocco. Yeah, Scarecrow. Fuck you, Robin. Um, Adam? Uh... Can I, can I stopped reading uh, Batman when they started insisting that I buy like 10 different comics a month. So I've, I've always wondered what happened with Batman's son. Like the, the one they made for him out of, some, I don't remember how that happened, but like Batman had a son who became Robin. Whatever happened to that kid? Back. He, he's still, he's still Robin. He's still Robin? Oh, okay, good for him. Uh, so the thing about Robins are that a lot of the time they end up getting super fatigued from the job, and a lot of them just quit because they can't take Batman's shit anymore. And he has yet to find somebody who will take his shit, but maybe maybe he has. Maybe he has. I like this latest Robin. Um, I really enjoyed that character until, again, until DC started saying, hey, why don't you buy 10 comics so you can get the whole story, which is why I stopped reading Marvel. So, yeah, I'm going to still go. I'm going to go with Robin. Again, I'm not going to spite vote here because I feel like my vote matters here, and it's important not to spite vote when so much is on the line, America. Robin. Uh, yeah, I think we learned our lesson. Uh, Mike? <laughs> I didn't learn my lesson. Fuck Scarecrow. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I um, No, but I, I am voting for Robin. Um, and, and again, this, this kind of technicality is probably going to emerge more uh, for me, at least as this goes on. I don't know that I consider Scarecrow uh, specifically a sidekick. Is he more a sidekick than the Tin Man and the Lion? I mean, does Dorothy have three sidekicks? I, I really do think that that is more of an ensemble. It's more of a of a team with a leader than a, a hero sidekick uh, situation. And, and Robin, as we've said, is uh, is definitely the quintessential sidekick. To be fair, uh, he is the only one that is with her by himself. That just means he was the first part of the team. Fuck you, goddammit! No, no, no! Anyway, Robin is into the next fight. We're on to our next round. Christy, this one is yours. It's Garth Algar versus, hey now, Hank Kingsley. This is funny that they're going up against each other because they do fulfill a lot of the same roles. But um, I think in this case, I do like the stark differences between Hank Kingsley and his protagonist um, more than Garth, even though I know I have professed my love of best friends. Um, I think I want to go for Hank because he just casts such a great shadow for um, his protagonist. So, Hank. Uh, vote for Hey Now, Hank Kingsley. Uh, yeah. Uh, I prefer Hank Kingsley to Garth. Not that there's anything wrong with Garth. Garth was fun. It's just Hank Kingsley. Yeah, I do forget how horrible of a human being he is. If you, I almost don't want to consider him that. Uh, but yeah, I'm voting for Hey Now, Hank Kingsley. 
Adam? I think Garth, it, uh, first of all, if you're going to spew, spew in this. He'll, he'll give you a small Dixie cup to puke in if you need to. Um, second of all, he actually had the prescience to, uh, uh, he, in all of them, in, all, in, in both of the movies, I don't know if there was ever a third. Uh, he had the prescience to uh, keep an eye on the big bad and uh, detect when things are going rotten with Wayne and whatever uh, uh, antagonists are out there. Um, and I think that's an important role for a sidekick to play. Uh, not only that, he kept the main, uh, the main character grounded uh, when he, his head was getting too big for him. And he, he was willing to walk. Sometimes being a good sidekick is being willing to walk away from the duo uh, to prove a point and to show the main character what they're doing is wrong. And, and that is definitely uh, a major benefit towards Garth. So I'm going to go with Garth Alder. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for Hank Kingsley. Um, <clears throat> basically, just going to boil down to I think he's funnier. Dev? I'm going to vote for Garth. No reasons other than I like Garth. Oh, vote for Garth. But Hank Kingsley is moving on through. On right, to our next fight, it is Sancho Panza versus Hit Girl. And I think this one is easy for me. It, it's Sancho Panza. Like the arguments laid down for Sancho Panza in the first round were spectacular. Uh, they've absolutely swayed me. We'll go with Sancho Panza. Adam. Are you Sancho? I do not believe you are Sancho. I am Sancho. <laughs> Another vote for Sancho. Mike. Uh, and then in this instance, I am going to uh, go to a, a classic geek, geek fights, uh, geek logic. Who would win a fight? Uh, and it's definitely Hit Girl. A vote for Hit Girl. Dev. Uh, a tough, tough, tough battle. Um, I think Sancho Panza is going to win out in the end, although I love Hit Girl. A vote for Sancho. Christy. Yeah, I'm voting for Sancho Panza. And Sancho Panza into the next round. We're on to our next fight. Adam, this one is yours. It is Charles Boyle versus Chewbacca. Um... Wow, really? Uh, so, so loyalty again. Once again, loyalty. It is tough because uh, uh, he, he he is definitely the uh, the loyal dog of the Star Wars franchise. Again, you know, R two D two might be set up as it, but R two D two is the main character of Star Wars, so uh, he does get hit with a planet in the book. That's pretty great, um, but. Uh, as sidekicks go, Charles Boyle is the sidekick. He is, and he's hilarious. He is a hilarious sidekick who has many, many, many talents. Uh, he, 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 he has a food truck, for God's sake, Charles Boyle. Mike? I suggest a new strategy. Let the Wookiee win. <laughs> a vote for Chewbacca. Uh, Dev? Uh, I have a hard time voting against Star Wars. Uh, I had to do it with R2-D2. I will not do it here. Uh, I'm voting Chewbacca. Christy? 
The thing that Charles Boyle has done is he has seen every other sidekick that has been on this list, read their story, took notes, and has tried to figure out how he can take all of those things into himself and be the best amalgamation of a sidekick. Um, and I know, I mean, Chewbacca's cool. Charles Boyle isn't really cool. But I think that in itself... I think I'm voting for Charles. It is all tied up and it comes down to me. And one of the things that, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Sorry, Charles Boyle. Your, your time on the show ends now. God damn it. I don't actually have a problem with you. You're a fun character and everything, but Chewbacca's Chewbacca. Uh, I mean, he's Han Solo psychic. And one of the things that I saw after uh, Episode 7, The Force Awakens, was people replaying the moment where Han dies and Chewbacca's like, no, and they're all upset. But people put in cartoons of, oh, you do realize that Chewbacca is Kylo Ren's uncle. Like, there is a family connection there between those two characters, so at least there could be, because Chewbacca is always there. Always with Han. So, uh, yeah. I gotta go with Chewbacca. And Chewbacca is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It's gonna be easy for you. It is Harley Quinn versus Kato. Uh, I am gonna vote for Kato. Um... It, one, he he's one of those examples of the sidekick who uh, who is actually, uh, in terms of his abilities and skills, superior to the hero. Um, I don't know if that was an intentional uh, way back when uh, when they created this, or if that just you know grew out of Bruce Lee just being uh, such a better fighter that he got actually to do all of the action. But certainly they played on that in, in the the newer movie. Uh, and secondly, uh, there's going to be a bit of a spite boat here, and Harley Quinn is one of those characters that. Um, I liked a lot more and then uh, has really kind of changed a lot into a character that I like a lot less. Uh, in particular, the, uh, the visuals, um, the, the kind of the, the blue and, and uh, red, you know, trampy Harley was just one much less interesting and honestly much less sexy than the, uh, than the old Harlequin outfit. So, um, so yeah, because I'm kind of not as thrilled with, with where that character has gone, uh, I'm going to vote a little bit of spite there too. Uh, vote for Kato. Dev? Uh, I'm not sure about this one. I think I'm going to go with Kato. Um, Harley Quinn, like I said, I, I don't... She definitely did start off as a sidekick, but she's kind of left that persona behind, and it's she's not really psychic material any longer. So just on that alone, uh, I'm going to vote Kato. Kato will always be sidekick. Christy? I'm going to go vote for Harley because I really don't know anything about Kato. Um, Harley. Bruce Lee, goddammit, Bruce Lee. Uh, normally, this is, uh, I, I'm going I'm to open the door here. Normally, this is where Damon would tie it up to make it interesting. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Harley Quinn is a very powerful force that might be able to take out Chewbacca. I don't know about Kato. So I'm going to vote for Kato. <laughs> um, Adam. Well, I'm just, I'm not going to call you a coward, but I just kind of feel, I'm feeling it in my heart right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely would have swayed it towards uh, Harley because there's a reason, Kato, you don't 
you know, many people don't know who Kato is because his character's not strong enough, um, and Harley's is. Uh, yeah, I don't really like the the new the movie Harley, but I definitely still love still love uh, the old Harley, and I would definitely still vote for her over anybody over anybody else that I've, she's matched up with so far. Thank goodness I used my better judgment, and Kato is moving on. <laughs> we are on to our next fight. Uh, it's for a spot in the final four. Dev, this one is yours. It is uh, Hermione versus that fat French motherfucker. <laughs> well, I've been voting Oblix the whole time, and I don't want to stop. I do like Hermione Granger, and she is definitely not psychic material. She is main character material. So for that reason alone, I'm going to vote Oblix. Christy? Yeah, I feel bad about this, too. Um, Hermione's great, and she she's she has a lot of good things going for her as far as sidekicks go, but Oblix is my favorite uh, that's on the list, actually, at all. Um, so I'm voting him through, and I might have a better argument in the next round. Hermione Granger is a sidekick because that's how she was written. The sto- her story is not interesting when you go beyond Harry. If you take Harry Potter out of the story, Hermione Granger is just a student at a school. There's nothing exciting about her. What makes her exciting is the lead, Harry Potter. Without Harry Potter, she isn't a sidekick. She also isn't a character we care about. Uh, all that stuff that she does is neat and quirky. But it also feeds into what the main character needs to get the job done. She is a sidekick. Um, yeah, I got to vote for Hermione. Uh, Adam? All right. Uh, yeah, um, I, I'm really concerned that my uh, knowledge of Obelix is going to leave him in the lurch here because Hermione Granger makes everyone else in the story better. And she she moves the story along very well. Uh, I have a question about Obelix. Uh, has has Obelix ever like um, like is he consistently tempted to be like a like a king or a or a powerful character in the story, and he always thwarts it to just be uh, the main character's sidekick? Is that a is that a is that a common uh, recurring theme for him? No. No. He's just just a just a nice guy hanging. All right, I'm gonna go with Hermione. Uh, if there was a measure of temptation in Obelix's story, I would I might sway towards him, but I'm gonna go with Hermione. Well, he is constantly tempted to drink more potion. I <laughs> see <laughs> to be stronger. <laughs> it is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mr. Ortiz. Uh. This is is tough, um, but then also kind of not uh, the. The arguments for Obelix are, are, are great, and uh, I, I think that all of them make a lot of sense, but none of them actually can be my argument because I don't really know anything about them. Um, you know, is, is Hermione a sidekick? Is she not a sidekick? Um, I can see arguments both ways, um, but she is, uh, she is one that I am familiar with. I think she's actually a, a key character, and... and uh, I, I think she does have a, a lot, um, you know, she, she does contribute more than just uh, just being 
secondary to to Harry, but I would say that of, of a lot of the sidekicks on the list too. Um, she can hold her own, but she she didn't because that's not the story they told. Um, but like any sidekick, if they choose to tell her story later uh, and make her the main character, they could. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Hermione because uh, mostly because I, at this point, you know, in the moving into the final four, I don't know if it's fair for me to vote for things that I have absolutely no familiarity with. You're dead to me, Mike. No, thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. Hermione is moving on into the next round, uh, into the final four. Christy, this fight is yours. It is Chronic versus Robin. I'm just going to keep it simple and just say I'm voting for Robin. I don't really know much about Blunt Man and Chronic, but I know that there are a million Robins, and there will always be a Robin, so... I don't think there's a chronic anymore. I don't think uh, Jason Muse smokes marijuana anymore because he had a, such a problem with drugs to begin with. So I don't huh? think chronic exists anymore. Uh, huh? So I, I'm going to go with Robin. Uh, Adam. Yeah, I'll vote for Robin. I, like I, I, I again, I, I really think the dynamic, the father-son dynamic, is really interesting. Maybe I should pick up a, a couple of the new comics. Maybe 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 DC isn't going to force me to buy ten comics a month anymore. I don't know. I really I really did enjoy that dynamic. I thought it was funny. The kid is hilarious. I don't know if you guys have been following it closely, but the kid is such a shitter. I love it. So yeah, I'm going to go with Robin. Mike. Uh, well, Robin actually has been punched in the nuts by Mark Hamill. So. Uh... <laughs> So Chronic can't really take him there. So, uh, yeah, Robin. Uh, that's true. That's right. <laughs> that's so true. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Vote oh. for Robin. Dev, is it a clean sweep? Uh, I'm going to give Chronic the love just because he deserves it. But uh, I know that Robin's moving on, so that's fine. I'm okay with it. Robin is moving on. We're on to our next spot in the final four. It is Hey Now, Hank Kingsley versus Sancho Panza. And I'm voting Sancho Panza. Adam. Sancho. Mike. Uh, once again here, I'm, I'm more familiar with, with Don Quixote than uh, than I, I was with uh, Asterisk. Um, but I'm still going to vote for Hank. Um because when it comes down to it, this is an interesting fight. Uh, this is the the two kind of other ends of sidekick. One, the, the good sidekick, the good person, the one who's who's there to to move things in a positive direction. And then the other sidekick, uh, the horrible evil sidekick. Um, and the the reality is, I think um, there are more Hank Kingsleys than there are Sancho's. Uh, Hank Hank is real. He's intended to be real. Uh, he's based on Ed McMahon and, and a host of other other, other sidekicks, um, and yeah, I may, maybe it's just my my own kind of horrible uh, misanthropic nature. But in the end, I'm just going to have to say we need to admit that we're all we're all Hank Kingsley. Let's just face it. I'll vote for Hey Now, Hank Kingsley, Dev. Uh, I'm going to vote Sancho Panza, Christy. If it was tied up, I would vote for Sancho. Um, but because I know he's moving through, I'm going to just send some love to Hank Kingsley because he's the realist on, on this list for sure. We, we're all, like Mike said, a little bit of Hank. 
Well, if you're an American, you're a lot of it, Hank. Uh, Sancho Panza is moving on. This is for the last spot in the final four. Adam, this fight is yours. It is Chewbacca versus Kato. Uh, I am not particularly enthralled with either of these choices. I never really liked Chewbacca. If I'm being perfectly honest, I've been watching Star Wars since I was a child. I, I actually saw uh, the uh, Empire Strikes Back in the movie theater uh, in Troy, New York, at the Hollywood Hollywood Drive-In uh, when I was, I think, five. But Chewbacca has never really interested me. I, uh, he's a walking carpet. Uh, I, I, but also, Kato just has always felt a little problematic to me. I'm going to hold my nose and again vote uh, uh, without spite because that's what we do in society and vote for Chewbacca. Uh, vote for Chewbacca. Mike? Uh, yeah, this is, this is a tough one because it does come down to the, you know, if I go, if I go with my heart, it's Chewbacca. If I go with my head, it's Kato. Um, Cato makes more sense. He's more, more, you know, back to that quintessential uh, sidekick idea. But uh, in the end, I think I just dig Chewbacca more. So I'm going to vote Chewbacca. Dev? I cannot vote against Chewbacca. I love Chewbacca. So Chewbacca. Christy? Chewbacca. And I will not make it a clean sweep. Fuck you guys voting against the Asians in two <laughs> rounds. I can't believe you guys did that. Jesus Christ, you're all so racist. I'm part Asian, sort of. So you can't say that about me. I think everyone is, because we all are from Genghis Khan's seed, really. Maybe. I have that. Well, I'm also part Filipino, which you don't really count as Asian, really. It's more Pacific Islander. So I guess I'm racist. That's fine. Everybody's racist, but Chewbacca <laughs> is in the final four. We've got Hermione versus Robin, Sancho versus Chewie. Uh, Mike, this fight is yours. Hermione Granger versus Robin. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to stick with Robin. Um, he definitely is someone you think of more as the sidekick. Uh, and one of the interesting things about Robin, too, is, you know, we talk about why Batman must have a Robin uh, as far as like an in-story reason. But the main reason he has a Robin is because uh, they created him to be someone to appeal to a kid. Uh, and I was a kid when I saw it, and uh, and he appealed to me. Um, and beyond that, he's also a great exposition device. Batman is smart. Uh, they they even said they had to give Batman a sidekick, otherwise he'd have to be talking to himself to explain what's going on because that's what happened. Robin would not know what's going on. Batman would explain it to him and therefore explain it to the audience. Uh, it was actually a perfect sort of fit. So uh, even even as just sort of a, a marketing and uh, and kind of exposition tool, uh, he he really serves the sidekick purpose in many many ways. And you know I keep saying he, but there's also been a couple of female Robins because again Robin is just sort of this thing. That is the ultimate sidekick for for Batman. Oh, vote for Robin, Dev. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, Robin, Robin, Robin. Yeah, Robin. Christy, I think when I think of sidekick, if I break it down 
um, that it is a job or a role. It's not a personality trait. Or if it was, that'd be very sad. So I choose not to believe that. Um, Hermione, I don't think that her job is a sidekick. I don't think her role is a sidekick. I think she's just living her life and helping her friends out or whatever. Um, and Robin is absolutely a job or a role that has been filled by many people, apparently. Um, so I'm going to vote for Robin. A vote for Robin. Uh, you know, I, I've always wondered if uh, the reason why Nightwing's costume has that, like, sky blue, that baby blue to it is because Robin eggs are blue. Uh, yeah, that's what I wonder. Adam? Uh, so yeah, Robin is the quintessential sidekick. Uh, but I, I, I love the complexity, uh, and I love, I love the confrontation of Hermione Granger, similar to our, the Garth Algar argument I made. I, it doesn't matter at this point, but, um, a good sidekick. I mean, I don't know what the hell is a sidekick. I mean, we probably should have defined this before picking because, to be honest, I prefer uh, someone like in management. If you're a manager, you would prefer to have someone who will challenge you. Maybe not in front of others, but someone who will challenge what you're doing. And that's, I mean, certainly there have been some Robins to do that, uh, but a lot of the time that's. The, that that's what comes before their breakup from from the from the team, right? Like some kind of falling out. Like no, you have to you have to do what he says, or else there's a pro, there's going to be a problem in you know in battle, you know. But when it comes to Hermione, she she challenges Harry a, a lot, and that's what makes him better as a character. It makes him make better decisions, and I think that's a strong character trait uh, for a ally like that. And if we're gonna if we're gonna define a sidekick as someone who is a strong, uh, close ally to a main character of a story, Hermione is superior to Robin in every way. A vote for Hermione, but I don't hear anybody changing their votes. I didn't actually vote. I, you you swayed me. I, I I will agree with you. I'm voting for Hermione, but. Robin is into the final fight. We're on to our next one. Next spot, Dev. This one is yours. It's Sancho Panza versus Chewbacca. That's his full name. Yeah, this is a very tough fight for me. Um, I love both of these characters. Um, I want to vote Sancho Panza, um, mainly for the the literary purpose or... Um, Add a bit of class to the uh, the final matchup, but uh, I'm gonna go Chewbacca. Christy. So um, again, if I am now in this part of the episode going to define a sidekick as like a job or a role, um, not necessarily you're hired to be a sidekick, but it it it's your mission to be in this role. Chewie is more of like a friend or a co-owner of a business. Um, but Sancho Panza, he was originally a servant hired to be a squire and became this sort of like, and it's not even that he like helps him. He's kind of making fun of them the whole time, which is great. And I mean, that's something that he shares with Chewie. They're both like sarcastic, but um, I feel like 
in in that central panza really fulfills the role of a sidekick whereas chewie is more of more of a friend much like hermione is more of a friend than a sidekick so central panza a uh, vote for sancho this is hard for me um uh geez louise no, seriously. Gee, Louise, put that down. No, no, no! <laughs> no, uh... God damn it. I guess... I'm, I'm gonna vote for Chewbacca. I, I can be swayed. I can be swayed. Uh, Adam? Um, I'm gonna go with... Oh, goodness. Um... What a Wookiee! Chewbacca! What a Wookiee! Uh, that's not much of an argument, uh, but that's not voting for. Mike? Um, yeah, I will also vote for Chewbacca. Um, again, uh, I have to vote for the thing that I'm familiar with. Um, and, uh, and I do think Chewbacca is a sidekick. He's the co-pilot. Um, just because he's a friend doesn't mean he's not doing his job. Um, he, uh, he also, I mean, the, the name of the show is geek fights, not literature fights. And Sancho Panza doesn't quite have the geek cred as, um, someone from star Wars. Uh, and in the end, that's going to have to be sort of important to me. Star Wars is far more important to me. So Chewbacca. Chewbacca is into the final fight. The final fight is Robin. Versus Chewbacca, which is different, but almost exactly the same. Because I think the last time it was Robin versus Bucky Barnes. At least the first time it was Robin versus Bucky Barnes. Well, we eliminated Robin the second time. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, Christy, this fight is yours. It's Robin versus Chewbacca. Okay, this is going to be kind of lame. Um, but this is what I'll say. Um, Robin. Okay, superheroes in general. Comics in general. Um, so superheroes kind of like its own thing in like a fantasy realm. And the thing with Chewbacca is that all of Star Wars is like a pulp novel set in like a sci-fi landscape. And I like that both of these things are kind of like uh, a squishing two things together and they're very specific. And if I have to choose between fantasy and sci-fi, I'm going to choose sci-fi. So I'm going to say Chewbacca. Uh, vote for Chewbacca. Uh, Mike? Uh, I will stick with Robin. Uh, there's a reason why he won the first time. There's a reason why we eliminated him. Um, and, you know, one of the things that's interesting is we talk about the idea of Robin uh, challenging uh, or, or not challenging in, in other characters. But Rob Robin in inevitably challenges Batman in some form. Uh, and every single one of the Robins has graduated on to be someone else they haven't taken over the mantle at least not permanently they've all gone on to be their own characters because robin basically becomes this machine for creating heroes um and that's a very interesting place for a sidekick to be uh the sidekick uh it becomes more than just employee the sidekick becomes part of a mentor mentee sort of situation i don't know if mentee is a real word i just got that from the seinfeld episode um so because of that, because it's such a richer kind of relationship, um, I'm just going to stick with Robin. Dev? 
Uh, for me, it's going to have to be Chewbacca. He's the uh, the ultimate best friend and also the ultimate sidekick. Oh, God damn it! I, I've got I've got to I've got to go Robin because uh, it's Batman and Robin. Uh, it's not Chewbacca and Han. It's, it's just Chewbacca uh, or Han and Chewbacca. Oh, wait, I would argue that it's Han and Chewie. Han and Chewie. Eh, not really. Not in my head. Not when I think about him. I think I think of Chewbacca as a completely separate character, but Robin I've always tied to Batman as his sidekick, even though I like Robin way more than Batman. Um, it is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Adam. Which one is going to well, take the win? First of, all, uh, first of all, I really appreciate the fact that we have fulfilled the prophecy that that I ha- that and I get to fulfill my role as the guest star from another show that is brought on to basically ruin everything by the studio. So that's fantastic. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, so let's, let's break this down logically. What uh, are, what we've, what we've, what we've come to define as a sidekick as the second part of a duo and uh, Chewbacca, both Chewbacca. And of course, Robin fulfill that role because Chewbacca is secondary to Han in many ways. Uh, until Han tragically passes, which uh, for me, you know, that does not bode well for Chewbacca in the next movie. Uh, and Robin obviously fulfills that role. Uh, someone who does not take the limelight too much uh, and break off too much and become a main character. Robin does that a lot, but when he does that or when she does that, she or he no longer is the Robin. Right, so the Robin is the Robin regardless, and when Robin breaks off, that character becomes a different character. Uh, it becomes Nightwing or whatever. Uh, Chewbacca does not break away and become his own. Uh, he is always synonymous with Han. Uh, so, uh, in the end, I, I really think that these two characters are. I guess I'm just going to have to go with who I like the most. Uh, and in this case, I, I find, I find Chewbacca to be a better character. I, I think, I think he's, I think he is more loyal. I think he, no matter what idiotic thing Han does, he still hangs in with Han, uh, where Batman sheds Robin's like dead, dead skin cells. So I'm going with, with Chewbacca. A vote for Chewbacca. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Chewbacca is the greatest sidekick of all time. Except for the fact that we are absolutely wrong and the greatest sidekick of all time is a 1995 Mike Suzuki sidekick. It is a <laughs> Suzuki sidekick. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> absolutely. I also almost put Chloe Sullivan. Yes, because she's got that uh, sex uh, slave thing going. I I understand. I understand. But we're not talking about you or Chloe. God damn it! Um, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Christy, do you have a plug? Um, I I argue that there are one hundred percent literature geeks out there. Um, so read a book. <laughs> I'm illiterate. Just I'll say it again. I cannot read. I, I barely speak English. Uh, Adam, plug away. 
Um, I, uh, uh, I've already, I've already uh, cheekily plugged my podcast, so I'll, I'll, uh, I won't belabor that point. Um, I also agree, uh, you know, go read something. If, uh, if I were to suggest anything, since I didn't get, since I chickened out and didn't pick it as one of my picks, I'm going to talk about Watership Down. Watership Down is still probably my favorite book of all time, uh, even beyond any of the multitudinous, like, Stephen King and and fantasy works that I've ever read. Uh, Watership Down is an excellent uh, char- character-filled adventure story uh, with many different overtones from many different genres. Uh, actually, it's, it's excellent. Give it a shot. Devram, tell us stuff. Well, I would just like to say uh, head on over to uh, facebook.com slash uh, Freebooters Network to join us on the on the Facebook page. Uh, you can always join us at freebootersnetwork.com where we'll have every episode ever uh, put up. Um, you can subscribe to us in iTunes. Uh, I think we're in Google Play. I think you'd find us basically wherever you find podcasts. Um, and we've got a bunch of really, really good podcasts out there. Uh, most of them are at least in a monthly uh, rotation. Uh, some some will do maybe less than like maybe ten episodes a year. Uh, some of them are quite prolific, and there's a lot of really good stuff. No matter what kind of geek you're into, I think you'll find something that you're gonna like. Mr. Ortiz. Um, if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us on Facebook or Twitter or at geekfights at gmail dot com. And on the Facebook, we're running weekly tournaments now. Uh. Tomorrow, for us, it's going to be the Klingons versus the Vulcans for Best Star Trek Alien. Uh, next week, which you won't hear, will be uh, Best Batman Villain that isn't the Joker, but what you probably will be able to participate in is Best Batman Villain that is the Joker. Uh, it'll, it'll make sense. We're doing tournaments. I'm like, wouldn't that just be the Joker? Well, no. You, no, you know... See, he, he, Adam got it because he said Mark Hamill, but there's also Jack Nicholson and all the other Jokers. There's, and even different interpretations from the comics. Yeah, there's a bunch of Jokers. Uh, but you can also listen to the old episodes on geekfights.podbean.com. We've got old episodes, uh, you know, only like 200 or so. <laughs> uh, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And until next time. Uh, I would just like to throw something out there what's that uh and and just addressing all of our actual listeners look you you don't have to go read a book i know no one listening (laughs) to this show really wants to you can go back to looking at porn and guys getting hit in the head on youtube it's fine you don't have to pretend uh we still love you um we know very few of you are really all that smart we're not damon and i at least Um, no judgment no yeah it's it's fine i'm not you think i'm gonna read a book no, give me a break. Um, I got I got to finish that Daredevil show on Netflix. But uh, anyway, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>